Episode 44 with Susan Poisner and her course on growing fruit trees. The Online Course Guy Podcast. Regular people are taking their knowledge and content and packaging it up in an online course and they're making a living doing it. Didn't you take some kind of course that covered this stuff? Check it out. It's a good course. It's a good class. Ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Here's the Online Course Guy. Jack Hopkins. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jack Hopkins, and welcome to another edition of the Online Course Guy podcast. Today's episode is with Susan Poisner, who is a fruit tree growing expert. And she didn't just hold on to that information or just teach it to people locally, she turned that information into a successful online course at theorchardpeople.com. And I'm excited to share her story with you in a few minutes when I'll let you hear our full interview. But first, I want to play my favorite thing from the interview. And I'm going to go ahead and play the clip first and then come back after and explain why it was my favorite thing. One of the things that happened was as we figured out how to care for our fruit trees in our local park, um, people started coming to me to say, Susan, will you teach us? We want to do the same thing. We want to plant fruit trees in our local parks. Can you train us? And I did. I did in-person training as well. But I realized that there are many people across North America who have fruit trees in their backyards or um, they want to plant them in their local park and they don't know what to do. All right. So this was my favorite thing from the episode because not only did Susan and the group she was with in Toronto trying to grow these trees in the local community have to figure out the best way to do it, she figured it out. And other people wanted to learn how to care for their fruit trees. And she started teaching them locally. And then she realized that there's a big market for this all across North America and wanted to get this information to them the best way possible. And that was with an online course. Now, the specific reason this is my favorite thing is because I can relate to this exact situation. About 10 years ago, when I bought my first house, I was like, you know what would be great? A fruit tree. I wanted to buy an orange tree and put it in my backyard. And I did that. And within a good two or three months, I had successfully killed my orange tree. Then I went and bought another one and it lasted one season and I got a couple of oranges, but by the next season, it was gone. And I thought, well, this is working so well. Let me go buy a bunch of fruit trees. And I remember buying an avocado tree and a grapefruit tree and a lemon tree and a lime tree, all without very much education. And every single one of them died within the year. And so if I would have had a good online course, a good resource on growing and taking care of fruit trees, I probably would have a lot more fruit in my life now. But what's interesting is her online course probably isn't for those that want to just grow a single fruit tree. If you just want an orange tree in your backyard, you're probably not going to pay for a full online course. You're probably going to want maybe a single YouTube video. But if you're like where I ended up, where I wanted an avocado tree and, and multiple citrus trees and had several trees in my backyard, then you probably want to invest in something like an online course. And she saw the market for this and she created a product to fill that need. So that's why that little clip is my favorite thing from the episode, but there's plenty more coming up in the full interview. But for right now, I want to tell you about today's sponsor, and that is Bonjoro, bonjoro.com. This is how you can quickly and easily send a video of yourself to your customer and thank them for something. I typically use it to thank my customers when they buy my piano course. And if you have an online course, I strongly suggest you do the same. Bonjoro makes it super easy to do this. And if you don't have an online course yet, but plan on having one soon, 
you can still thank people in various ways. If you're only getting three people to your email list each day, you could send a bonjoro to each one, thanking them for signing up for your email list. Even though they haven't bought anything from you, you're so small that you could do this and generate some goodwill and generate some good rapport with your email list. So hopefully they start to trust you and want the things that you're going to be putting out in the future. Get started with a 14-day free trial at bonjoro.com slash Jacques. That's bonjoro.com slash J-A-C. Q-U-E-S. All right, the full interview with Susan is just ahead. But before I play it, there's one other thing I wanted to mention to you about the interview. And that's something that was really interesting about two thirds through the conversation. And it's when I asked her about SEO, because I actually found Susan by searching for fruit tree growing. Actually, it was just tree growing online course. And she was one of the top results. Her SEO presence is really good, actually, and especially over the past few months. And so I specifically asked her was if there was anything she was doing over the past few months that would have caused this increase in SEO traffic. And I, I mean this with zero disrespect. This is this is all positive here, but she she didn't understand my question when I asked her that. She was talking about something she did in terms of her email opt-in form on her homepage, and then she mentioned some things she did with Facebook ads. She, she didn't understand what I was saying in terms of being able to increase her SEO traffic, and that just goes to show you that if you do things the right way, if you put out good content, if you have a good website, if you have information that people enjoy, then sometimes the results will just follow that. And what I'm trying to say is that Susan is an expert on a lot of things, including how to grow fruit trees, but she's clearly not an SEO expert, but that hasn't prevented her from getting good SEO results. So I just wanted to prep you for that when you hear it about two thirds through the conversation, but here is the full interview with Susan Poisoner. Hi, Susan, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. So when did you get the idea to take the knowledge you had and turn it into an online program? Well, my background is actually um, film and radio and journalism. So I worked as a journalist for many, many years. And when I planted an orchard here in Toronto and I encountered some challenges, I'm thinking, oh, my God, I got to write about this. I got to tell this story. And it was kind of natural for me to tell it in a course. Um, one of the things that happened was as we figured out how to care for our fruit trees in our local park, um, people started coming to me to say, Susan, will you teach us? We want to do the same thing. We want to plant fruit trees in our local parks. Can you train us? And I did. I did in-person training as well. But I realized that there are many people across North America who have fruit trees in their backyards or um, they want to plant them in their local park and they don't know what to do because at the time when I started my project, I actually couldn't find anybody locally to teach me. So I went online and I looked for courses. I found one course in the UK that costs something like £2,000, which is a lot of money. And I'm like, uh-oh, this is not good. So I had to learn the hard way. And then in the end, I created this course and I trained people across North America. In fact, I have a student in India even, which is interesting so there is really a need for education on fruit trees. It doesn't uh, have to be so scary and advanced. Um, you can learn to take care of your trees with the skills that I have developed over the years. Awesome. So when you set out to start teaching people about this stuff, did you go straight into an online course or did you start doing it more in person in other I ways? Think, 
Yeah, good question. Yes, I started in person. And the next step was I wrote my book. My book is called Growing Urban Orchards. And it was the story, and it is the story, of our challenges in our park, all the mistakes I made, and lessons in fruit tree care. So it's a fun and easy way to learn how to care for your trees. So I wrote the book, and the book was great, and it did really well, and it does really well. But there's more information. You know, teaching fruit tree pruning is a more visual thing. And so as I was teaching interactively in the community, these courses just sort of, I was inspired to put together the course. Where can people buy your book? So my book can be bought on Amazon or anywhere on the internet or on my website, orchardpeople.com. And um, yeah, and orchardpeople.com is where you find the course as well. Okay. So whenever you were getting, uh, starting this business and starting to teach people in person and, and starting to write your book, hadn't done the online course yet. Like when you were just starting out, like what are some of the things you would do differently knowing what you know today? In terms of content, uh, in terms of content rather than technology of the website. I would say, but I mean, anything to move the business forward and, and reach more people. So in terms of content, I'm a storyteller. I am a journalist. I'm a filmmaker. So I know sometimes people flounder around in telling their stories. And some people get confused and they do like a total how-to instructional thing that can be a little bit boring because there are no stories involved. I kind of trick people into learning by making you laugh and telling you stories. And by the end of the story, you think, oh, that's how you tell the difference between apple market and coddling moth. Whereas if you just read the instructions, this is the difference, you, you could fall asleep. So storytelling isn't the problem and wasn't the problem. The problem at first was figuring out what technology would I use to offer this course and I did so much research. I did not want to put tons of money into buying an expensive, uh, L- what is it, LMS system. Right, learning That's management what? system. Learning management system. So I heard about Moodle and I heard about all these things and I spent hours and hours researching. And there is, what is it, um, not Articulate. There is a not very expensive program also for creating courses and um, I can't remember what it's called. It starts with an A. Anyways, so I looked into all these things and I said, this is just too expensive. I can't do this. And then I kind of developed a cheaper way of doing it on my own, which was took so many hours to tweak and turn WordPress into a learning management system. In the end, uh, here's the shortcut. Sensei is a program from WooCommerce. And so I use Sensei. I love it for the amount of students that I have. It's perfect. Um, so that would be the shortcut for people. It's just like you don't have to muddle around and try and find a system. That system really works very nicely. At least it does for me. So what what year was this when you were having the problems finding the right LMS for you? Oof, let me just think because I started teaching in person in 2013 I would say 2015, maybe something like that. Okay, good. So it was a few years ago. It's, it's funny. You were telling the story about the technology and finding the right platform for you because you have to weigh the pros and cons of the features and the price. It sounds like price was really big for you. And I, I share a similar story when I was getting started with my piano course back in around 2013. And it's funny because one of the 
one of the uh, packages I ended up using was Sensei as well. And I think I tried something else first and I was about to launch and, and it, it kind of broke. And I ended up finding Sensei. I've since moved on a couple of times to some different things. Uh, but Sensei is great and it's a great place to get started. And I think one of the advantages to Sensei is actually very reasonably priced Yes, for what you get. Yeah. And I guess regarding that in terms of website design, um, if I knew I was going to be doing Sensei, and hopefully I'll use it for the long term, hopefully it will be good for me, but um, in the long term, but um, I would probably take a WooCommerce template for my website. Right now I use Elegant Themes and sometimes there's a little bit of a conflict. So, so, yeah. so going back to the, like, what would you have done differently? Let's talk about actually, uh, like the actual information because you, you had this, you had this pain point, like you were planting trees and noticed that it wasn't so easy and you were trying to find information out there about it and there wasn't much out there. So you're like, okay, I could be the person to start sharing this information. So you learned, you got the information, it's inside your head. Now it's time to start sharing it with people. And, and when you get to that point, you can teach it to people in person. You can write a book, you can do an online course, you know, you've since done all of them, but where would you recommend people go first, considering you've done all of them? Well, I would definitely, depending on what people's background is, you, you have to start by teaching others in person. It's funny. Um, I did a, a webinar recently to promote uh, my e-learning. And so I've done so many online courses and videos. Anyways, I threw together this webinar as I was tired. And of course, I wasn't going to just run the webinar. I did a practice run with some friends. So the friends are on the webinar, no other people on the webinar. And I find I can't even teach it. I can't even read it because the slides, the logic was wrong. The slides were in the wrong order. It just wasn't right. So the reason I say that is you have to practice with real people. Um, that is so important until you get that storytelling nice and smooth where the story just tells itself, you're the puppet. 100% agree. And I'll take it a step further in that it doesn't necessarily have to be in person, but it can be one-on-one -on -one training, you know, remote, like we're communicating right now as well. I guess something like what you're teaching may be a little more difficult. It depends on what the topic is, but I think it's good to have some some feedback from actual live students. And also, you know, they can end up being testimonials for you to help you sell your course as well. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Do you, do you teach people to grow all kinds of fruit trees or just specific to your region? Um, mostly specific to my region. But I mean, for the future, I, I do have students um, in California and Florida. So they have different trees. And so I'm starting to, I've traveled a lot as I learn about fruit trees and speaking to experts. So one of the things on my list is to start going to that region and get more information on the citrus uh, fruit trees and those fruit trees. So right now, there is a big part of North America that, you know, my stuff is perfect for. And I have room to grow. And the other course that I'm continuing to develop, so I have a beginner fruit tree care course that's perfect for total newbies. But it's also perfect for arborists who get training in how to care for trees, but not fruit trees. They get uh, continuing education credits from taking my course. Uh, master gardeners, urban uh, farmers, all of the, and even regular farmers take my course just to, to start them off. So it's beginner, sort of intermediate. And now I'm creating an integrated pest management course that's more intermediate to advanced. So there's room to grow. 
How important do you think your film background has played in, in putting together a successful online course? I think pretty, pretty important. The interesting thing is, if you go through the course itself, a lot of it is PowerPoint slides, great pictures. I always take pictures of everything, um, funny pictures especially, and my voiceover. I do include videos of myself. I am very shy on camera, so um, uh, it is not one of those courses where, you know, I'm out there in front of the camera the whole time. I just am. It's not that fun. I'll do it when I have to. Um, so it doesn't mean you need great cinematography skills, you know. And when I was working in television, I was a director. I was not a cinematographer. But you need a good camera, and you can need a good sense of angles and what the pictures should look like, and uh, you need to know about sound as well. So where do you? Where is your traffic coming from today, mostly? Oh my gosh, it's so interesting. I don't know how it happened. Well, first of all, I have a big um, mailing list. People are finding my website naturally. Um, I've done a little bit of work uh, on SEO, but there is just not a lot out there like what I have to offer. You can go to an American Extension Service and they'll have papers, how to grow fruit trees and stuff. And lots of us just get lost. Nobody else seems to be using my approach of making it friendly, not scary, not it's technical, but not technical. So through as like naturally, I don't know, SEO or whatever, like through naturally through um, the internet, I'm getting people signing up for my website every single day. There's one, there's one little pop-up, one little pop-up saying free ebook. And every day I wake up and 10 more people have signed up. (laughs) <laughs> I think the word you're looking for, Susan, is organic. Yes, right. people are that's finding the word. Funny organically, and yes. hey, it's appropriate for somebody that yes, does organic fruit trees. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. So, wh- how big is your email list? So, my email list has grown so much; it's about three thousand six hundred right now. But you know, I started with zero, and like I say, it's growing by about a hundred a month. I think which I think is a lot. Well, it's fantastic. And I'm on your homepage right now. And is is the one little pop-up you're referring to this all the way at the bottom of the homepage? Yes, exactly. You look at the, you look at the page as soon as, if the first time you sign up, you get a little circle saying, get this ebook. And the funny thing, again, with experimentation, on every page at the bottom of the blog posting, at the bottom of the podcast page, I always said, sign up here. But then I put this one little pop-up and it's made all the difference. I have no idea what's happened. No idea. That's awesome. Well, sometimes, you know, you, you just play around with things until things start working. And yeah. you, you may not know why, but it's working and then you don't want to mess with it anymore. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I thought people are kind of timid about signing up and I thought people don't like pop-ups. But um, yeah, people are okay with this one. Yeah, absolutely. Pop-ups uh, <laughs> do work. So yeah. let's talk about SEO a little bit because you've obviously had some success there and getting some organic traffic. And I was doing a little research on you and your business and your website before we started talking. And I noticed that in the past five or six months, your SEO traffic has increased a good bit. And you mentioned that you've done some things for SEO. So what are those things? I think that five or six months was the pop-up. <laughs> okay. But yeah, seriously, literally. Um, what have I done? A little bit of uh, Facebook advertising. So just, you know, not a lot. But for instance, there was a picture that it was 
It was of uh, these guys in a big, huge tree from the 1800s. And they're all standing at the edge of a branch in a precarious way. And so we found this and we said, oh my gosh, you know, things have come a long way and taking care of trees or something. That went viral. And so that one picture, it also advertised my, my e-learning. It didn't sell any e-learning, but it got people to share and know about my website, I guess. I did that. Um, I also did my first webinar. That was a week or two ago. So a free webinar to market the course, but it's information packed. And people really liked that and responded really well to that. So there's nothing else that I can think of, really. I don't know. I don't know what's happened. I've tried a lot over the years, and I've learned a lot about putting in keywords and stuff. But yeah, I don't know what the answer is. So when you say you were doing so, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> when you say you were doing some Facebook ads, are you, you're talking about actual paid advertisements or you're just talking yes. about Facebook posts? Yeah. Yeah, paid advertisements. Okay, and did you do all that yourself, or did you ha- did you? No, I have that? I have somebody helping me with that, and he's really good. Okay, and so so really, what I felt that was good at was building my list um, and drawing attention. It was not an ad saying I did a couple of ads saying buy this course. Nah, that didn't work. Right. This was more like a funny picture, a funny video but it gets lots of clicks and it gets lots of people to think, Hey, what is this orchard people thing anyway? So what are you struggling with most today with your business? So how to expand it? I have, you know, a good amount of students. I need lots more. I am excited about doing these uh, live webinars. So I have, as I said, a list about 3,600 people. I advertise my first webinar It's called Growing Fruit Trees with Ease, Easy Ways to Keep Your Fruit Trees Healthy and Productive. So out of that list, I'm just trying to think, I had about 200 people sign up and I had about 70 people show up. Most of them stayed right till the end. And of those 70 people, seven people bought the course. They were like, okay, this is great information. I really want to take the next step. And I think that's pretty good. But my list is growing, let's say, by 100 names a month. I can't do that every month because I'll only have a few hundred new people. So I guess my next challenge is partnering up with other gardening groups and communities with big lists and saying, hey, let's partner. Let's do a webinar together um, and, you know, sharing the profit, of course, uh, with the course. But, uh, yeah, so my next challenge is taking it to the next step and getting it out there. And my other next challenge is creating my next course. So two things happening. Wow. Dropping some knowledge here. So what's (laughs) the the next course? So that's what I was saying before. Integrated pest management is a really important part of fruit tree care. So yeah, and it's complicated and scary if you're a beginner. And of course, uh, my goal is to make it fun and simple. But, you know, it's I'm only giving them so much. I'm not going to overwhelm people, but enough to empower you to feel like I know what integrated pest management is. When I go to my trees, I know what to look for and I know how to look things up and I'm empowered. Well, I think as business owners, we're always looking to grow and get bigger. And you know, that's, you mentioned that as your biggest struggle. Uh, At the same time, you've been doing this a a few years now and there are people that are going to be listening to this that, that, haven't gotten started or barely gotten started would love to be where you are today. Right. And so for those people that are several steps behind you, what, what are, what's some of the top advice that you would have for those people? 
Um, so start the mailing list early. Every time you go to speak, you do public speaking, you go do a class, you get a private client, get them on your, whether it's MailChimp or something else, get them on your list and start growing that list. And definitely have a website presence. Just create, um, I have certain skills I can, there are easy ways to create nice looking websites with WordPress. That's what I use. Um, yeah, just have a nice looking basic website to start with. And like you were saying, as you're teaching people, get people to write testimonials for you because they're going to love you. They're going to love your passion for what you teach. And, you know, while it's fresh in their mind, let them write you a testimonial. Susan, I appreciate you uh, sharing a little bit about Orchard People and yourself today. Uh, So to just wrap things up, if there's anything else you want to share with the audience and remind people where they can find your stuff online. Sure. Well, if anybody who is watching this is interested in fruit trees, come check out my website, which is orchardpeople.com. The other thing is that I have a radio show that is a lot of fun and it's a, it goes out live and then it turns into a podcast. But as we know, podcasting isn't that difficult these days. So if you've got good chatty skills, do a podcast, do, do it all. Communicate with people, share your passion and, um, and read a lot and learn a lot from from podcasts like this. And you guys, you'll get there. Thanks, Susan. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today for episode 44 of the Online Course Guy podcast. Don't forget to check out today's sponsor, Bonjoro. That's B-O-N-J-O-R-O. And you can get a 14-day free trial by going to bonjoro.com slash Jacques. That's bonjoro.com slash J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. And I've got a free workshop, online workshop for you. If you are ready to get into this online course game, have your own online course, your own passive income stream, or if you have an online course already that's just not reaching your goals, I have a free online workshop for you. You definitely want to check out. To do that, go to theonlinecourseguy.com and stay tuned for the next episode, episode 45, where I chatted with Teresa Pearlberg, who is successful, very successful with Felting. Felting. Who knew? People are creating online courses with all kinds of random niches that they are passionate about. Stay tuned for that in episode 45.